The gambler took a long step from the stagecoach directly to the boardwalk that ran down both sides of Main Street. Six days of straight rain left a four-inch deep mixture of mud and dung covering the road. In another week or so the temperature would drop and the ground would freeze. Then a man might dare to step off the sidewalk. The gambler wore a black suit, custom-made for him in San Francisco for twenty-five dollars. He unbuttoned the jacket, pulled a ten-dollar pocket watch from the right pocket of a fancy waistcoat, and checked the time. In the left pocket rode a silver two-shot derringer. The stage driver reached into the coach and withdrew a black bowler hat, a black umbrella, and a small black bag like a doctor might carry, and handed them to the gambler. Carrying everything he owned, the gambler turned and walked into the closest casino. He paid in advance for one night's lodging with the last dollar coins in his pocket, and got enough change back to buy two whiskies. Then he went upstairs to his room. At that moment, a dirt farmer with the unfortunate name of Francis English left the general store and trudged across the muddy street. Frank, as people called him, was in a terrible mood and had been for several months. His daughter took sick and they'd paid the doctor in chickens. The coyotes had already eaten his rooster. His daughter, Francine, died anyway. Then his wife died in childbirth last spring and he'd buried his grief in hard work. He'd brought in a bumper crop of hay, as had everyone else, apparently, since the price at market was so low that he couldn't make his taxes on the farm. They were coming to take the farm tomorrow, and he was about to do the only thing he could think of about it. Drink himself to death. Frank's buckboard, plow-horse, and shotgun brought a quarter of their real value at the general store, but it might be enough. He tried to sell his pistol, but the clerk wouldn't take it on account of the rust and the squeaky sound it made when you drew the hammer back. So he sold the bullets out of it and his gun belt, and stuck the rusty antique through his waistband. On the boardwalk in front of the casino, Frank pounded his boots off before walking inside. He was polite out of habit, even when he had nothing left to live for. Frank had five shots of whiskey in him when the gambler came down from his room, the gambler settled into a table and introduced himself by removing his hat. Two of the men got up and walked off. They preferred a friendly game. Frank bought the rest of his bottle and joined the group of men at the poker table. As the evening wore on, the rest of the men quit or ran out of funds. Others joined and left as well. Frank continued to drink, though he was having the game of his life. The gambler had a few shots, too. A crowd gathered to watch as the advantages seesawed back and forth. Folks knew Frank and his troubles. Most liked him or pitied him. Either way, they were cheering him on. The sheriff asked the barkeep if he was keeping the place open late, and the answer was, "Hell's yes! Finally, there came a hand that looked like a finisher. It would be one of the larger pots the gambler had taken in his eighteen-year career, and it was easily enough money for Frank to start fresh. Frank was dealt one diamond shy of a flush and went all in. The gambler had a full house, aces and queens. He was trying to read Frank's face before he pushed his half of the fortune in. Frank hadn't bluffed all night, but then Frank hadn't needed to. The gambler had used every trick he had to stay even, and now his nerves were on edge. Could this dirt farmer be an able bluffer who was saving it all night to put the nail in his coffin?'
The gambler studied Frank's foggy, bloodshot eyes like a wolf watching a herd of deer. The longer he watched, the less sure he was that Frank's hand was a dud. Then it came to the gambler. The dirt farmer had a good shot at something, but it wasn't a sure thing. This farmer didn't trust his luck to hold, and he was taking his last best shot at the brass ring before...